Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Fire Talk, where we take a look at what's happening in the world of Southeastern University athletics. I'm your host, Ken Engel, president of Southeastern University. I have a great co-host and director of athletics, Drew Watson. Drew, it's great to have you uh, here with us again today. Great How was to your, be here. Did you have a great Easter weekend? I had a great Easter. It was uh, went to church, kind of relaxed, and uh, watched the Masters. Uh, yeah, was, which kind of was a weird weekend, wasn't it? It I was. Mean, it was. The trees fell on the course. Yeah. And I played thirty holes Sunday, and really, I, really no drama. And I heard a lot. I heard a lot of people were complaining about the coverage. It's huh. not not the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're not going to get into all that, no, no, but anyway, no. the Masters, it's over. <laughs> it's done with. But uh, today, we have an amazing head coach, uh, our fire baseball head coach, Adrian Dinkle. Welcome to the show, Coach. I appreciate you. Looking forward to uh, uh, talking about your amazing year, and, and it is. It's unbelievable. You're 39-2 and two this year. What what would you say the, the key to your success right now? Oh, I mean, one, first of all, have good players. Sure, um, yeah. Have good Absolutely. players, but at the end of the day, I think it's just expectational and intentional on what we do. I think everything we do is we expect to be great at every phase of our day, and we're intentional about doing that. And we have players that bought into that, and I have really good coaching staff that, that's working with me that has done a really good job on our day-to-day operation of making sure that what we're doing is lined up with what we want to do. It's like a giant puzzle piece, right? We got some kids in there that don't fit sometimes, and we kind of mold them into there. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that you see our record is where it's at. Obviously, the two losses are my fault, but uh, no, uh, yeah, I got to wear those ones. But yeah, they. Uh, I think it's just you know having the right type of people and the, and the right type of players and the right type of coaching staff. Uh, they've done a really good job. Excellent. Now your program not only has this thirty-nine and two record this year, uh, you're ninety-eight and six over the last two years, one seventy-five and sixteen over the last four, with two national championships. That points to to a, obviously a high level of coaching ability on your part, uh, but it also points to high level of passion. You know, yeah. so as you think about your, you know, your walk in this game and your your life in this game, what where'd that passion come from uh, for this game? Probably growing up, um, where I grew up, um, well, I was good at it, and it was the only way, the only thing, the sport that kept me out of trouble. Um, yeah. And so it kind of came from there. You know, you just stayed into it, and then I realized I was pretty good at it. Yep. Family was pretty good at it. And then obviously devoting to others and just helping others become good at it became kind of the passion for it, right? I said it since I was little. When I played college baseball, I didn't play in the summer. I coached. Yeah. And so I always coached, but I just thought it was fun just investing into other people. And I think the passion came from honestly just being good at it and then figuring out I was good at making other people good at it. Yeah, that's good. So, so you start – the passion started with you as a player. Yeah. And then you – and then as with many people, you start – coaching at a young age and that and it caught, kind of caught fire no pun intended but yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great that's great yep yeah now you, you, we've talked about your amazing success and and you've been an uh, incredible success but from a coaching and professional uh standpoint in your career what would you say on the journey has been uh, some of your challenges as you've kind of headed towards that success oh i think the challenge you say i joke with him all the time some it challenges are changing every year sure i mean being chameleon changing every year sometimes you got dumb players uh, that you've got to adjust <laughs> with right and you're just like all right man i got to figure out a way to talk to this sure. kid and Sometimes you've got arrogant kids that you got to figure it out. But I think the challenge is just changing yearly, right? Instead of being right. stubborn, saying this is my way, I think the challenge is looking at yourself in the mirror going, hey, I, gotta, I have to adjust and I have to get my coaches to adjust. And I also got to get my players to adjust because, you know, every year you have a whole different group. And my group I have this year is completely than last year. Right. The group I had last year was completely 10 years ago. And the group I have next year is going to be completely different. So it's just constantly evolving, constantly changing, I think, is always the challenge, right? And 
I think yeah. you want to find people that are built like you, but right. they're not like that anymore. Right. And so I think finding the way to adjust to it, that's always the biggest challenge. What, what, uh, following up on that, what are some things you look for when you scout in terms of your players? Well, right fit first, right type of fit would be with what we're doing here at the institution. But secondly, I want to find tough kids. Sure. I mean, I think for me, I th- we talked about this actually yesterday that we were talking about coaching staff. As I said, how many kids are actually truly tough? Mm-hmm. And when I say tough, I mean physically tough and mentally tough. And those are the kids that you're trying to find. Is can they handle the failures? Can they handle success all the same way? And can they do it the right way? And those are the kids that we're continuing to look for. And obviously half the time, you know, you're taking other people's word for it. And most of the time your word is and what your thoughts are different than what they are. So you're really being intentional about finding those type of kids is finding, hey, I want kids that are hard-nosed kids that can do it the right way, that fit into our culture and fit into the mission of the institution. Yeah, good. Which are harder to find these days. You really? Know, as, you, as far as tough-nosed uh, – Physically and mentally, it's it's a real challenge. Well, I think tough is different now yeah. than when you know when I was a kid or when you were a kid or when you were a kid. I think tough is different. I think our tough is completely different. I think we just have to adjust to the fact that they're not going to be as tough as what we want them to be and our, our, our thoughts, and we're not as tough to what they sure. think either. So it's all changed. We could probably do a whole show on that. <laughs> There's <laughs> no problem. <right. laughs> That's my wife. Well, Coach, <laughs> tell, speaking of your wife, tell us a little bit, bit about your family. Gidget and you have been here for almost seven years. Cabe and Tinley are getting big. You know, every time I big. see Tinley, I'm like, she used to be like this big. Um, <laughs> what have they been up to? Running my life. Yeah. yeah, running my life. So she's still bossing me around. I got in trouble this morning because um, I missed a phone call last night. So, uh, no, they're good. Kids, Cave's playing all sports, um, yeah. having a lot of fun. Tinley's just running around. Like I said, there's nothing like her. There's no human yeah. being like her on the planet. Fun one to be around. And the wife is still teaching and that's doing good. her thing, man. They're just, they run my life. Obviously, you know, that's priority number one for me. So yeah. I'm around them all the time, and it's, it's, it's an awesome experience with those guys. Good, yeah. good. You know, the team had a big weekend with a sweep uh, of Kaiser, yep. and uh, games one and two were were not close, but the team had to walk off game three after trailing multiple times in the game, and I think we have a clip of it right here, so let's show. We do. Uh, before we show it, let's. Just, I just want to set it up to talk about okay. that game a little bit. Um, you know, you were down six, yep. seven to one. You cut it to two, seven to five. They score three more runs. You go, you go back down five, and then you get it to two in the ninth. It was a, it was a real, real battle. Um, talk, talk to us through this clip. I mean, uh, we get to the bottom of the ninth. There's runners on second and third with one out. Yep. All right, and then we're gonna pick up the clip. Talk us through it. Well, that starts early because nobody wanted to win the game, right? So <laughs> it was a, who wants to win last. But the clip you're about to see here was the fact that. We run into a situation where in the last couple innings we score quite a few runs, but that situation, you see he runs with the ball barely outside the circles because I got tired of watching the game, and I basically told him, hey, man, there we go. any ball, get moving. Yeah. So you'll see here he kind of freezes up. Catcher doesn't realize he's coming. Choice getting on first, Josh Pagozo being thrown out at home. Already two runs being scored here. Bryant watching that one fall away. Game-winning run coming to the plate, and he's safe. safe. <laughs> Isaac wow. Nunez with a walk-off wild pitch. He gets home in time. You don't for hear that many times, you know. No. Walk-off. It was actually a pass ball, yes. technically, but uh, yep. a walk-off pass ball. You know, very, very exciting. Very exciting yeah. part of the game. Thank goodness we did that. I didn't want to watch much more of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the team's record now again: thirty-nine and two. Uh, Face-off uh, against St. Thomas. Uh, at three and seven on Friday, right? Yep. You're, you're and you're there uh, yep. at St. Thomas, and then the series finale will be at one p.m. on Saturday, right? Correct. What do you think? 
going to be a tough series. I think that's a super talented team. They played one of the best schedules in the country, so we better go down there and be ready to play. What do they rank nationally? They're actually not. They're receiving oh, they're votes. Not? No. So oh, they're wow. actually about, they're sitting around 500. They probably played one of the best schedules in the country this year, and that hadn't fared well for them, but they're a super talented team. Okay. So we'll see it's how it works be, out for us. Yeah. Going to be a great weekend. Yep. All right. Well, Coach, thank you for joining us today. Look forward to following the team throughout the playoffs. It's going to be great. great I appreciate season. you guys having me. Good luck right. this weekend. All right. We need it. Thanks, guys. Hey, have a a word from our sponsor, Publix Delivery, powered by Instacart between work and to-do list. Publix knows your time is valuable. Let them help you regain time in your day by delivering groceries to your door. You can find out more about this opportunity at publix.com backslash shop. Well, pretty impressive what baseball has been able to do these last few years, Drew. Yeah, they've really been dominant, and uh, you know to go to go wire to wire, ranked number one as they have this year, and 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 for most of last year is very impressive. And yeah. uh, it's it actually is is tough to get games for coach these days because you know he's trying to fill the schedule and nobody wants to come. They'll they'll come play other teams in the area, but they won't come play us. Yeah, you know, and so a lot of a lot of credit goes to to Adrian and his coaching staff for doing what they've been doing. Yeah, and they're down the home stretch. Uh, conference are going to have to go through conference. Yep. Playoffs. Who who who's going to be the toughest competition? Kaiser. Or, well, or? Kaiser's sitting down there in fourth in that okay. fourth fifth okay. range. Ave Maria this year is having a good year. Okay. In fact, they're one of our two losses. Uh, they're sitting in second place. And you know, Sun Conference baseball. It's the best conference in the country. Yeah. And so you know, we're, we we routinely send five teams to the national tournament. Some years it would be fair to say we deserve six. Mm. And so you really never know. You know who's who's going to be playing well when you hit that tournament. And uh, just so happens, the last few years we've been we've been hot and we've you know we've won it. But you know it's it's uh, we've got to stay stay sharp and stay focused because this is a very good conference. Yeah. All right. Well, let's check out what's happening in all of our other spring sports. Let's talk about tennis. Our men's tennis team defeated NCAA uh, number two. Uh, it's number ten ranked Rollins, yep. right? Uh, and they defeated them four two last week. That's a yep. that's a huge huge win. It was a big win for the team who have now knocked off two highly division two ranked teams and six ranked NAIA teams. Big weekend for both men's and women's as they head to Brunswick to face Coastal Georgia, then head to Savannah to take on the Bees. The SCAD women are ranked ninth, while the men are ranked 24th. Toughest match for the men this weekend will be Coastal Georgia, and they're ranked number 11. Yeah, they're having a little bit of uh, issues with weather okay. uh, up there this weekend. They're they're trying to, and, and they may move these matches from Friday, Saturday to Saturday, Sunday, uh, just so they we don't we don't have to make two trips up there. But you know, this team, uh, both these teams are playing well, particularly the men. I mean, when you rank uh, knock off uh, number ten ranked Division two team in in Rollins, I mean that's a huge win for this program and. You know, it's uh, it's going to be very exciting to see what they can do in the Sun Conference playoffs, which come uh, the last week of April here. They go up to Coastal Georgia to play that. So really excited about both teams and yeah. what they can do this year. Yeah. Track and field. Our track and field had their USF South Florida and University of Miami Hurricane Invitationals, which spawned a total of 12 season best performers, four more national qualifiers, mm-hmm. three NAI number one marks. I mean, the team continues to roll. Yeah, I mean they're 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 preparing for the outdoor nationals, which are in Marion, Indiana, this year. They moved that from Gulf Shores, Alabama, up to Marion. A um, little better weather up there at yeah. the at the end of May, but um, you know th- this team is is just they are just poised to do something special yeah. here in outdoor track, both on the men's and women's side. The women are ranked third in the latest rankings. The men are number one. So. Wow. It's really impressive. Yeah, and and just a reminder, they they won the national championship in indoor track, yes. right? Yes. 
So exciting to see what they're going to do. Softball, our softball team took two out of three games versus number 21 ranked Coastal Georgia. They're going to hit the field again in West Palm Beach at Kaiser, 3 p.m. on Friday for a single game. And then I think they're playing a doubleheader on Saturday at noon. And is and the second was at 2, right? 2 p.m., yes. And and that that series against Coastal was for first place. Because as we entered the series, uh, we, were, we were in a dead tie at one loss each. Uh, and really, I mean, played very well in games one and three. Uh, game two, we had a big lead and then just had a bad inning. Yeah. And uh, we were up 4 nothing in the fifth, and they dropped five runs on us, and that's, that was the, the final score, 5-4. So, you know, we really were one, one bad inning away from sweeping that series and taking command, at command of, the, of the conference. We're now just one game up on Coastal with St. Thomas in third, Kaiser's fourth. So this will be a good series this weekend to see, you know, see if we can get, get it done on the road. Yeah. All right. And let's turn to beach volleyball. Beach volleyball team advanced to the Sun Conference semifinals with wins against University of Mobile and William Carey last Friday. They did lose to Ave Maria 3-2, to two, uh, who eliminated them from the tournament. Team will be in Hickory Point facing um, AVCA Small College Nationals this weekend. Yeah, so they're headed up. That's the Volleyball Coaches Association tournament. Okay. And so the team, unfortunately, did not make the NAI Invitational Tournament that's, uh, that's, that's on the panhandle. Uh, but you know they've we've never been to the semifinals of, of beach, so it was a it was a good finish for the team, sure. and we're looking forward to what, what the future looks like. That's great. Turn uh, turn our attention to golf. Our men's golf team placed ninth at the Roadrunner Invitational. Both men's and women's teams will be in Lake Worth on the 23rd at the Fountains Club for the Sun Conference Championship matches. Yeah, this year, as as you just said, they're at the same location. You know, sometimes the coaches have to split duty, split them, and right. you know it's just it's just a pain. But they're they're both in Lake Worth at the Fountains Club. Uh, we're l- really looking forward. You know, the women are the women are the defending champs in, in golf, and uh, the men. I think the men are poised to su- surprise some people next weekend. And uh, our men's football team already starting to practice and uh, and prepare. And the fire football team has a spring game. This Friday, 7 p.m., it's going to be on Victory Field. Yes. Uh, and for those who've not been to a spring game, tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's a, it's we call it a spring game, but it's really a spring scrimmage. Okay. Uh, the last few years, you know, we really haven't had um, had enough players to play a game. Uh, our roster is healthy. We've got 90 players uh, in school this semester, which is which is an all time high in the 10 years we've had football. And so that's it, really it's really a time for the parents to come out and watch. We've got some recruits coming. Our ticketing folks uh, set up some season ticket packages for next year. So, you know, it's a, it's just the, it really is the culmination of the spring practice season. So the team's been practicing for a good four weeks now, and this is their culmination. Yeah. And so there's officials there, but it's it's more of a structured scrimmage than it is a game. Yeah, great. Well, that's that's about it with our spring teams. Everybody doing well. Yeah. And on a roll. Thanks to everyone for joining us for this week's episode of Fire Talk. Make sure you get out. And support the baseball and softball teams this week. For all the latest news in fire athletics, all you have to do is visit seufire.com. You can find the game schedules there as well as uh, links to watch all of our home games. And you can watch them for free, right? Absolutely. All right. Take care, everybody. Go fire. Go fire.